It's hard not to let that go all the way. That's true. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Theology in the Dirt. We want to practice our theology in public square of our homes, our city, and our world. We record theology in the dirt from Global Impact Restoration Rome. We work to address the foster care and adoption crisis in northwest Georgia, Georgia, the southeast, and the world. We practice our theology in the public square of our homes, our city, and our world. You can check out Restoration Rome by going to restorationrome.org. You can also get sermon notes and links to the rest of our podcast at theologyinthedirt.com. My name is Mitchell Jolly. And I'm Chris Hayes. And we are glad you're with us. Today, we actually have a bonus episode. We got yeah. no GNU's, which is good GNU's. Yeah. With Gary GNU. That's right. Which, <laughs> which you won't get unless you listen to the last episode. <laughs> yeah, you listen to the last episode, you'll get some Gary GNU and some news episodes. We're not going to do that today. Uh, it's Christmas time. It is. And uh, this is a bonus episode of Theology in the Dirt. We're going to have a little fun with it. And uh, we're going to... Uh, we're going to talk about our top 10 list of movies, but to lead into that, we're going to have a little segment on our favorite memories, favorite Christmas memories. So no good news, but favorite Christmas memories. So Chris, do you have a favorite Christmas memory? Yeah, I was thinking through it earlier. I don't I don't know that I have just one. I think it's just one of those holidays that there's so, so many. I, I kind of lump into traditions with memories. So I, one of my favorite traditions growing up for Christmas was on Christmas Day, we always had like a big, full like breakfast. Like awesome. we would, you do presents and all that stuff. But mom would cook. I mean, we'd have you know eggs, bacon, sausage. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd have like homemade, re- legit biscuits. You Ooh. know, like yeah, just man. just the works. I love breakfast food, and so that was always one of my favorite things to look forward to. Mom always made fruit salad, which is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just on Christmas Eve, growing up, we wished to go to my grandparents' house most every year, right. and then. We get to open up one present there, you know. Just some of those things that you remember. Uh, I was trying to think of like Christmas presents. Like, I don't, I don't. I've had a lot of good ones. I don't know that there's been any that just really, really like stood out as like the best. But my uh, one other thing, I'll, my dad always did growing up, is, and he's continued it with my daughter, and I've with, with his granddaughter when she goes, and I do it with her as well. Is one gift he would hide in the house, and we'd open mm. up a present, and it would be like a clue. Oh, wow. And he would send my, my brother and I would go on a scavenger hunt through the okay. house, finding different clues nice. to lead to like a final present. And um, so between that and he always would wrap things like creatively, yeah. like if he was got me a T-shirt, he might put it inside like a tennis ball can and wrap it. Oh, that's So you'd be cool. like, what? So I, those those are a couple of things that like I, in fact, I used a Cheez-It box to wrap a present the other day um, <laughs> for him. So it's, awesome. it's just, it's funny the things that you pick up and, yeah. and, and continue that just those things that stick out that are not necessarily big things i never got a car for christmas or anything right um although the the, the car uh, have you seen the snl sketch where like they get the guy gets his wife a car for christmas with like the big bow it's, it it looks like a, one of those commercials but she's like you bought a car without discussing it with me like it kind of making fun of the notion that somebody would surprise them with the car yeah. they would roll a lexus up in there with right. a, a bow and he couldn't have, he hadn't worked in like six months and how are we gonna afford it? it's really funny if you haven't watched that i don't know you just google or youtube's that's pretty S N L Christmas car be, uh, gift or something like it's pretty funny, but yeah, that's pretty. What awesome. about you? What are some of your memories and things? Man, I had several that it came up, but two like presents I got like my oh man, it's hard to like. Okay, I, I got three memories. Um, I have the, this first one is like uh, I got the Millennium Falcon. Ooh. And if you grew up in the 70s and 80s with like the Star Wars and Fire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, I got a Millennium Falcon. That was probably. Man, that was about as I don't know if it got any better than that. And then I think 
That was a legit one. toy. That's a legit <laughs> toy, man. I mean, because I mean, you could do so much with the Millennium Falcon. Because hey, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's the coolest thing ever. Um, you know, all the action. I had every. I had all the action figures. I had all the stuff. It was incredible. But then I got <clears throat> my first motorcycle at Christmas. It was a Yamaha YZ80. Um, I was riding motorcycles since I was five, and so I got my first. Mo- I got a motorcycle at Christmas, and I'll never forget Easy Living Yamaha in Rome, Georgia. I remember saying it was the one I liked. Didn't know mom and dad were going to get it for me for Christmas. And I remember actually the, the cost of that brand new YZ80, it was $835.16. I wow. still remember that. I don't know why I remember that. I don't know why 16 cents, $835.16. I've seen the price tag on that. That's a big Christmas. Um, I can't believe they did that, but that was pretty awesome. Um, the, the next one I remember is a white Christmas. Like it totally came out of the blue. I think it was 2000. It might have been 2010. Totally happened out of the blue. Mm. Woke up and it was snowing that morning. Yeah. And and it was a it ended up being a fantastic snow that was awesome and then and then another uh, memory the boys were little and you know your parents you're staying up putting stuff out and putting stuff together all that stuff that you do which is fun I mean, it, it, you look back on it and say, oh how cool it was in the moment I was just like Clark Griswold yeah um, I was for whatever reason I was salty that evening uh, I don't know why but but I remember sitting something on our old we had this old table and the leg broke on the table. And people were coming to our house the next day. So at midnight, I was repairing a table. So I was fixing a table leg. And I had my Clark W. Griswold snap moment where when Santa squeezes his, you know what, down that chimney, we're going to be the jolliest. And that's our name. Bunch of, you know what's this side of the nut house. (laughs) I remember (laughs) I had that moment. And Jennifer's laughing. I think she's laughing at me. Like, I'm having a meltdown, and she's laughing at me. And it, you look back on it, and I remember me fixing that table leg and having my Clark W. Griswold moment. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to be the happiest people. Yeah. <laughs> happiest people since Bean Crosby tap dance with Danny. Okay. <clears throat> and so that, that's a moment that uh, that nice. I, that sticks out. Those are those – are, <laughs> those are my favorite Christmas memories, and, yeah. and that's that's just the way it is. I do got one more I'll share. I know we're gonna, this is kind of a sillier episode, but it's kind of do a it. more serious feel good story that I just uh, that as we were thinking. I don't know why I didn't mention it before, but I remember um, so Brittany and I got married in June of '08. So our first Christmas and Christmas of '08, we had I mean zero money. I mean we weren't poor, but like no extra money, and yeah. we had zero Christmas decorations. Yeah, and we were both kind of bummed about it. Like, in fact, I actually drew a picture of a Christmas tree on a piece of paper and was going to put it on the wall because that was going to be our tree. And we were, and I, I say that to say when we were sad and upset, it was we were fine. Like yeah. you know, it was like it was just disappointing. It's like it's yeah. Christmas, our first Christmas together yeah. as husband and wife, and we don't have like a tree. We had no decorations. We couldn't afford. To, we couldn't go spend any money on yeah. it. And um, so we were just kind of bummed out. So some, I guess, and if, if anybody knows my wife bless her heart she wears what she's feeling on her face like you just know what she and, and to to not to a fault but to a good thing it's it's just yeah. who she is and i love that about her but like so people could tell something was bothering her at school where she was teaching at the time and so she happened to mention it to um someone i think it was art teacher or something like that it's one of her friends there well that got around and somebody one of the teachers there gave us an eight foot pre-lit tree in like two tubs full of ornaments That's and awesome. decorations um not only that the art teacher had my wife's kids that were in her classroom all make these snowflake ornaments awesome. and write their names on them so we had so that was Aww. like for years those were like the first things we put on the tree we still have all those That's awesome. um 
And uh, I just remember us both like she she had been weeping all day because of that. She comes home and tells me, and I'm getting them out of the car, and I'm just, I'm weeping because yeah, I was. And awesome. so it's just one of those things where it was like, man, nobody had to do that, and it yeah. probably wasn't even a big deal to them. I think it was probably extra as they had in the basement, but to us. Like that was a huge gesture, and I still very vividly remember her coming home, like telling that story, and us setting up that tree, which mm. we had until about three or four years ago. So we had that; we, we used that for over a decade. That's awesome. Um, so you know, just just those fun stories. Uh, one other little gift I got one year was I don't remember how old I was. I was probably four or five. Got a baseball bat, like an aluminum bat, and a ball. Yeah, and it didn't take long before. That ball found its way through my bedroom window, <laughs> and I was not allowed to play with that outside anymore. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but I still remember that too. That I had, like I said, I had to be four or five. That's when I first started playing. Yeah, like actually playing. You know, but you know, this it's fun to think about. I think that's one of the best things about Christmas is having your traditions. Um, yeah. when you get married, mixing them in with, um, I know Brittany's family. They always do on Christmas Eve. They do like. Like snack foods, yeah. like, oh, yeah, like yeah, appetizers, yeah. basically for a meal. Yeah, cheese and ball. Yeah, cheese, yeah like yeah, yeah, chicken awesome. wings and yeah. and mozzarella sticks and um, pigs in the blanket, which I think is an underrated all time <laughs> snack food that should happen. Those and sausage balls should happen throughout the uh, year. Hundred percent agree. Um, but so so now we do that to ourselves and yeah. our family, and we incorporate some of the both traditions, and um, it's just fun. It's a fun time, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Email us at theologyandirt@gmail.com or comment on the podcast. Let us know what some of your favorite gifts are, some of your favorite memories. Uh, we'd love to share those with you. Um, but I think it's just time to it's jump time. into our topic today. It's time. Let's do it, man. So today we're going to get after a top ten list of movies, and I think uh, I think you have uh, you have you have some bonuses, like you have like uh, honorable mentions and stuff. I do. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I just want to point out too, my my little sweater is like a wrapped like a present, and it's on the to and from. This is two women from God. So that that's epic sweater. I, <laughs> I felt like mine was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm good. dreaming of a Dwight Christmas. So any of you are <laughs> Office fans, which and we're talking about top ten Christmas movies today, but. There are some shows that have yeah. some epic Christmas episodes. Oh, the yeah. Office is definitely one of those. The Benny Hanna Christmas is one, oh. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Christmas TV episodes. When he ever. when he marks one of the girls with a sharpie on her arm so he can tell the two apart. It's, it's so wrong. But so Bell it's Snickle. so Michael Scott and Bell Snickle. Um, yeah. I um, classy <laughs> Christmas. I, um, I have uh, I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but um, Gabby Galloway, one of our um, youth leaders. Um, I didn't ask her permission to name drop, but she seemed to like it, so I'm going to do it anyway. But I, I, she wore, she like, so our party Saturday night, our leadership party, she had right. a really classy-looking Christmas outfit on. And then Sunday, she had a really classy-looking Christmas-colored themed dress. And so I was like, Gabby, you're, I'm giving you a new nickname, Classy Christmas. Classy Christmas, uh, very nice. Which reminded me of that Office episode where he's out. Yep. And then, you know, there's just so many good ones. The Friends has Bro. some great ones as well. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh so, but with that said, I'm going to look up some office Christmas episodes and watch them. It's been a while. They are. Yeah. Don't waste your time on lifetime Christmas 
music maybe or Hallmark ones, watch some Office Christmas episodes. Especially <laughs> the ones with like deleted scenes. <laughs> especially those. Uh, so Mitch, let's go through your top ten Christmas movies okay. and All we'll right. kind of talk as we go through and then I'll tell you the real list. Yeah. Um I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> See that's what I'm expecting just, here. <laughs> just our opinions. <laughs> yeah, just our and opinions. if you have a different one, you can be wrong. Yeah, and I'm sure Chris has some inferior I've already heard some inferior <laughs> positions here. And so I do I, have a hot take. Well, just okay. to tease my time. It's a definitely a hot take. So here, I, I lied to you. That's actually my number one is not what I said it was. I, I Okay. So, um, okay, so here we go. Number one, and and I really mean this. this I'm are you starting at one or are you going to start at ten? Oh, let's start at yeah, ten. Yeah, start at okay, ten and go down. Ten. Okay, let's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Get them thinking. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so here we go. Number uh, number ten, I have two. They're tied. So this one of these could be an honorable mention, but I, I just felt like it would be demeaning them too much. So, Tied for 10 is Four Christmases and a Medea Christmas. So, I mean, I, they're both they're both hilarious. So, yeah. But a Medea Christmas and Four Christmases. So, one of them should be an honorable mention, but I just felt compelled to have a tie for 10. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Four Christmases is underrated, I think. I think it is underrated, 100%. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> and by the way, if you haven't watched these, we're giving you free... Yeah. Like advice of what to watch this Christmas season. Absolutely. You don't have to go think about it. Just get no, after it. You should trust Theology in the Dirt, folks. You should, 100%. So, uh, so then uh, my number nine would be The Santa Claus, the 1994 Tim with Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It's an excellent movie. Um, and this one, number eight, Gremlins from 1984. <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins, yeah. Don't feed the Mogwai after midnight. That's true. Or you're going to have a problem. You will have a problem. But that gremlin with his Santa hat on is one of the, to me, an epic Christmas moment. Um, <laughs> and these back-to-back, number seven would be Die Hard. Okay. Now, I recognize there are people who are going to hear these and go, neither of those are Christmas movies, but but they are. I'm going to justify Die Hard as Christmas movie when I get to my list. Spoiler alert, it's on my list. Okay. So I'll have a good thing that you can't argue against <laughs> that's good that's, there you go 100 percent. so number six and I, I believe people will probably argue where this one's at it's probably in some people's top three but mine it's number six home alone home alone home alone is at number six yeah. number five is a christmas story i know you don't like you you have a problem with that one. it's not even in your like hemisphere a christmas story but if you bumpers <laughs> and and fa ra 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 ra. The last scene of that movie is worth the whole movie. Like it, it's smiling, and the dude chops the head of the goose off the the, the Asian fella, and they're singing "Dag the Hallway Bow of Hari fa ra 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 ra." And like I'm I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that, but that's the movie. It's yeah. hilarious. It's the only restaurant open on Christmas Day because the Bumpus's dogs come in, jack up the turkey, and they got to go out to eat, and they find. They find a little Asian restaurant open and get a, a duck or a goose yeah. or whatever that creature was. And it's smiling. <laughs> the dude chops the head off. Fa ra 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 ra. That's that's amazing. And he's trying to get them. This is the best. Okay, this is horrible. But it's, he's trying to get them to sing it more English. He goes, no, it's Dag the Hall with Bells of Holly. And they go, oh, Dag the Hall with Bell of Holly. <laughs> anyway. I'm probably going to get We're going to get canceled. We're going to get canceled for that. But that's the movie. And then number four, White Christmas. White Christmas is probably should be a top three, but my sin kept, um, my, my sin uh, put two in front of that. White Christmas is a great story. It's a World War II story. Um, Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, uh, and uh, um, uh, Rosemary Clooney. Rosemary Clooney's 
pretty special. Anyway, I love White Christmas. It's a fantastic story. Have you seen it? I have. Okay. It's not on my list, but I, but but Ooh. not because it's not good. I don't really have. I don't think I have many older ones on okay. there. White but, Christmas is gold. But I, there are. I'll put it this way: there are good movies not on my list, but because it's like a top ten like favorite list. Yeah. There are difference. There's movies that are good movies that aren't favorites. I got you. So totally understand. I don't have anything against White Christmas. I think that's a good choice. It's a great choice. Then three is Elf. Elf is just a solid gold movie. I absolutely adore Elf. I like Will Ferrell. A period. I know most women watching this probably don't like Will Ferrell. My wife can't stand Will Ferrell movies. Um, but I absolutely love Will Smiling Ferrell. Smiling is my favorite. Smiling is my favorite. That might be the most quotable. Yeah. Might be between that and Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. 100%. Yeah. Elf is, dude, there's every part of that movie to me is hilarious. There's a deleted scene that didn't make the movie. Have you seen this where they're playing hockey yeah. up there and like and Buddy's just jacking people up. <laughs> just, that's that's worth looking up deleted scene from Elf and watching Buddy play hockey. It's awesome. And then uh and you realize that um the head elf um Bernard. And, no, yeah. that's other different movie. No, that's that, that's a different movie. He is um the head elf is a uh, is the kid from um a Christmas story. Oh, that's right. Yep. 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 So, so you check that out. That's worth checking out. So, uh, number two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Clark W. Griswold's meltdown at the end of the movie is worth the whole movie. Julia Louis Dreyfus is hilarious. I don't know, Todd. <laughs> I don't know, Todd. I don't know, Margot. I actually have a t shirt with Todd and Margot's name on it. I believe it's that. Pretty, pretty awesome. So, um, love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, we're going to put that tree, Clark. Once you bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> so it's just it's so good. It's incredible. I, I would argue that's the best out of all the vacation movies. I think or so. Or National too. Lampoon movies, period. I think so. I, I think it is as well. So love National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. You know, you know they want to um, say Grace. Say Grace. She died 30 years ago. <laughs> no, no. Die that blessing. Seems- that whole dinner scene is is no. qual. I mean, there's so many good scenes in that, but that one. I pledge great. allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then finally, my number one is to redeem myself a little bit here, and I really mean this. I didn't just say this because I want to be spiritual, but a Charlie Brown Christmas warms my heart. So good. Yeah, I mean, Schultz was a Christian. Uh, he loved one. In fact, his whole thing with doing that was, and they wanted him to do the Christmas, the you know, do something with peanuts and Christmas. He was going to do the Christmas story. And, and he died on that hill, and it's a classic. And, in fact, check this out. I think it's worth checking out. Um, and I, I think it's a store. It's a hidden – I think it's an Easter egg that he wrote in there. And I think you can find videos about this if you look at uh, up on YouTube. But when Linus tells the story, he drops his blanket. And if you know anything about Linus, that's his security. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and, and that moment when he tells the Christmas story, he drops his blanket. Because in that moment, Linus – Linus has no fear. Now he picks his blanket up later after he's done. But in, but th- there's a story Schultz is telling there that this this narrative, this story, this good news is powerful and it overcomes Linus's fear in that moment. His security is found in Christ. So he was telling something even even in the telling of the story. He was telling the story. Yeah. And so I think it's a brilliant piece of animation. I think it's a brilliant job done telling the Christmas story. And uh, I absolutely love the Charlie Brown Christmas stories. That's my number one so that's my top 10 that's a good list i like that our, our lists are have several hold like switchovers 
but very different orders. So that's always fun because I think it's that's part of it is having your own order and your own favorites. Um, Absolutely. I will start with my hot take, Uh-oh. and it is, but but I'm not going to follow it up with with a challenge to myself too. So my, okay. my hot take is a Christmas story is the most overrated Christmas movie of all time. And maybe that's just because TBS plays it 24 hours a day <laughs> for some reason, like as if like we can't watch it on streaming platforms or like on demand yeah. or something. Fudge. Glad you finished that. <laughs> yeah, that, it slows down when he says his first cuss word in front of his mama. She washes his mouth out. He says, yeah. he says in the movie, he says fudge. We all know what he really said. Because he loses the lug nuts, the car. You've got to go watch it. So I, here's my thing is I have not watched it in a long time. So I will go watch it this awesome. Christmas season. And if I change my mind, I will, on Theology in the Dirt, will say so. Awesome. And Randy, we'll Randy admit that. I love that mom addresses them and Randy just barely can move his arms because she want, doesn't want him to be cold. And Randy's all like, boom, boom. <laughs> Trying to put his on. Yeah, you got to go see a All Christmas right. story. So I've got th- I've got three honorable mentions here. Okay, Dad Gum. I know I had this tough time narrowing some of these down. I got you. And I even cheated on one of mine, but it's my list. So I can. And you had two <laughs> two number ten, so that's I think true. that's only fair. But it's fair. Uh, honorable mention number one is Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Sinbad. It's really stupid, but it's for some reason it's really funny and it entertaining. Who said you would eat my cookies? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy yeah. at his best. I agree. Uh, it, well, it's not quite kindergarten cop. I still think that's probably yeah. the best, but a- and and twins. check out Dementor. Dementor. Dementor looks like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's the way the helmet fits on Patrick Mahomes' head and Dementor's thing in the parade. Yes. I like, I can't get over Like, I even tweet that every time I'm watching a Kansas City Chiefs game is that Patrick yeah. Mahomes looks like Dementor. I forget, forget how many movies Sinbad is in. Like he was like, he was like a much taller, bigger version of like Kevin Hart back in the day. Who's just in like every movie. Have you seen House Guest? Yes, dude, that's, that's a that, good one. That's a classic Sinbad movie. It's that's, amazing. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, my second honorable mention: The Preacher's Wife. Um, Haven't seen Whitney that. Houston, Denzel Washington. Um, really good. It's okay. about a past. Well, he's a preacher, and his wife sings, and really good music in it because it's got Whitney Houston in it. Right, and um. Denzel's, uh, oh, well, if you haven't watched it now, it's not really a spoiler, but he's in like an angel basically comes to okay. work with them. And there's some, it's, this is good. It's, a, it's just a well made movie. Awesome. Um, and then number three is Polar Express. Um, not one that I love, but I feel like it's just good. It, Tom Hanks plays, I think, six or seven different characters in that. Oh, wow. Um, it, I think it, that one was more of a timing thing. I think had that come out when I was a kid or even right. like a teenager, it probably would have been better. Okay. Because I so I don't appreciate it as much because it's not the kid, but I still think it's a well made animated movie. It's different, yeah. but it's got a good story to it. So those are my honorable mentions. Like it. Let's jump into my top ten. Yeah. Number ten, and I, this is really only in here because I think it's more of a nostalgic reason. Mm-hmm. Probably should be higher on the list. I think it ranks number one or two on a lot of lists, but it's a wonderful life. It's just it's a it's not one I like, and I I hesitated hesitated to put yeah. it in there. Because it's not one I have I watch often. Like there's some of these I watch every Christmas without question. Yeah, many of these I watch with my daughter, um, and and am enjoying her enjoying them now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that she's kind of old enough to watch some of these. Um, but so I just I feel like it should be in there because it's just it's a good movie. But uh, it wouldn't. Yeah. I, I don't feel like you missed out not putting it in. Uh, to me, it, it's yeah. kind of like White Christmas. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. I got you. It's just older and I hear Jimmy and Stewart saying, Clarence. <laughs> Clarence. I've um, got my impersonation of Jimmy Stewart. That was spot on. I've never heard. Clarence. Clarence. Um, so, It's a Wonderful Life at number 10. Number 9, I think it's hilarious, and I'm told Mitch he has got to go watch it. This is for adults only. This is not a kid movie, so don't watch this one with your kids. But the night before, <laughs> rank, make my top ten. It is hysterical. I know, um, yeah. It's got Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the dude's name I can never forget, the guy who plays Falcon in, in uh, oh, MCU, yeah. who I always confuse him with Michael B. Jordan, but it's not Michael B. Jordan. The night Anthony, uh, Ma- Anthony Mackie. If finally came it. to me. It finally yeah, came to that's me. That's it. That's uh, it. These three are hilarious. Okay. It's got uh, the song we just played is in there. They do it like as karaoke. Okay. And, um, nice. So it's got, like I said, it's. It, I'm not recommending it as a wholesome Christmas movie. So be yeah, careful be of discerning. eyes and ears around. Yeah, be discerning in our top ten list. Don't go watch, oh, Jolly said Gremlins is a good Christmas movie. You might not want to show yeah. that to your child. Don't judge us, our character by the movies we picked either. That's correct. That's right. Number eight, I've got Charlie Brown Christmas. I agree with you. I think it's 100% a classic. It's very simple, and it's very subtle. But, man, it's just well done, and it's yeah. a good story. And it's kind of funny because that's one you they play all every year like on, on national television and don't realize mm-hmm. that they're sharing the gospel. <laughs> uh, it's much better. <laughs> Side note here, one of my pet peeves is I think it's ABC every year during Easter plays the Ten Commandments for some reason, and I'm like – that has nothing to do with Easter. You just tried to pick a movie that was somewhat biblical to play during a, a biblical <laughs> holiday. Every year on Easter, they play Ten Christians will watch. Yes. And we need ratings. And, and it's nothing against Ten Commandments, no. but I don't think it's ever on TV ever the right. rest of the year, but it's always on during Easter. That's wild. But huh? anyway, yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, it's on my, I, Every year I kind of make a list of Christmas movies I want to watch because I don't forget any good ones, and that one's always on there. And that's your number eight? That's not my number eight. Mm, uh, it was hard to crack higher but that's one of those ones I could have put it anywhere on my list and I would have been good with it that's your level of sanctification you put that one at number 8 that shows us what we need to know it's exactly right (laughs) (laughs) number 7 I've got 4 Christmases Um, I I just every time I watch it, I think it's funnier and funnier Um, I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan anyway his sarcastic style of humor is just really good but man that's a funny movie and it's good the the (laughs) The church scene <laughs> is, and if you've ever like either been a part of or experienced like mega church type, or this not all mega churches, but this type of church that does over produces, you know, and kind of yeah. has that like used car salesman type pastor. Yeah, this scene is just so good. It's, it's also got Tim McGraw and um, uh, John Favreau as Vince Vaughn's brothers in oh, it one scene, and their their family's hilarious. Um, That's awesome. Um, I'm gonna have to watch it, that tonight. That, you that need, that's to, yeah, that one's yeah. gotta watch that one. Yeah, but make sure you watch the night before as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need you to watch that one so we can talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm, I, that's that's gonna um, get watched soon. All right, number six, I've got the Santa Claus. I yeah. man, I just it's still good. Like it, it is good. There's a lot of '90s movies that kind of lose flavor in time, but man, the, it's just, it's just well done. I agree. It's a good wholesome movie. Uh, it's got. Good humor, mm-hmm. and he actually they did a um, they did a Disney Plus series. I think they season two is out now uh, called the Santa Clauses. Ah, yeah, I don't that's think right. the other two aren't as good, but they're uh, Santa Claus two and Santa Claus three. The movies, but right. they're still enjoyable. But the first one, um, mm-hmm. 
And again, I'm a big Home Improvement fan. I like Tim Allen. I think oh, he's oh, oh. just really good in that movie. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, so that's that's a classic. That is good. Number five is one I was a little surprised wasn't on your list, but I've got um, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Yeah, see, I, 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 the Grinch is like always feels creepy to me, man. I love the Grinch. Any, anything Grinch related, uh, I don't know why. I just think it's fun. It's a fun Christmas story. Right. It's a there's there's some sanctification happening in there uh, <laughs> with the Grinch, but uh, and I like and I like all the th- all of the versions. I like the original version. Yeah. I like the newer animated one, but I, this one I think it's just Jim Carrey at his absolute best. Interesting. And I think he actually really dislikes doing this movie. I think it's because of the makeup, because yeah. the hours it took. But And he wore big contacts. Like he, I yeah. re- heard him talk about the contacts he had to put in for the eyes and stuff, which is it's a pretty – it's an amazing – the makeup they did to make him look – it wasn't CGI. It was like movie making. Right. And you combine that with Jim Carrey's, mm. I would say, unmatched physical comedy ability. Yeah. True. It's just – gold and then ron howard like even the directing the writing the music like it's actually just really well done top to bottom um so i just i i that one i could have put higher um but that's that's one i can watch every year and i just i still think it's fun but what will i wear like (laughs) (laughs) there's uh there's uh how the grinch stole christmas when you said the grinch i hear frank caliendo reading it in all his different voices oh yeah have you seen that video Uh how the grinch stole christmas by dr seuss (laughs) <laughs> that's how he's how he started who is that um tracy morgan tracy morgan yeah, yeah. How, how, the, could... how the grinch stole christmas by dr seuss <laughs> and so when you said that that's what i was hearing about. right yeah. that part where he's like oh my gosh this hate, is great hate double hate loathe entirely <laughs> <laughs> uh it's one my wife loves my father-in-law loves it my daughter awesome. loves, like it was just a great movie so mm, gotcha number four is where i'm cheating and i've got home alone one and two and here's oh, okay. here's why I'm putting both because I think Home Alone one is the classic standard, but I actually think two is a better movie. Like just just a, as just as movies, I think two is a better movie. Okay, really. Uh, but funny thing, I saw, I saw this this week. It was on it may have been on Instagram or TikTok or something. But they had, you know, when um, Kevin goes to the store and Home Alone one goes to the right. grocery store and gets all those things. Right. It cost him like nineteen dollars and some change. Right. They somebody took that and put it into today's numbers and it was over seventy dollars. It was like seventy eight dollars what it serious? would cost to buy those items today. That's crazy. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brandon. We just got canceled again. And we say <laughs> and you say that too, like I can't help but see the actress, I can't think of her name, that's the mom, Kevin's mom. Oh yeah. And the the um her character Moira Rose. Have you seen the like, I can't say it because it's like people are going to accuse me of saying a bad word, but the creek, blank creek. Oh, Have you seen that? I haven't it's seen that. It's hilarious. I, yeah, her heard. character will ruin. Like, I can't see her and not see Moira Rose. That's she funny. is hilarious. So when I watch Home Alone now, all I see is Moira Rose, and I can't get it out of my head. Home Alone is super quotable, too. I think um, like one of my favorite lines to quote, and it's – good all year round like somebody spills a drink and messes up just going <laughs> look what you did you little jerk <laughs> just, but of course if they don't know the movie then that that doesn't land very well but <laughs> right then right. i'm the jerk but <laughs> home alone like especially as a kid yeah. watching home alone like you you there are part of you what was like man i hope i get home, left home alone and what would right. i do to protect my like it's kind of like what would i do if somebody tried to break in even though we would all run like none of us would ever do that but no right it's, 
just it's just fun, man. It's such a good movie. The it second one's good, good too, even though it's it's implausible to that happened the first time, but to do it twice, like <laughs> bad parenting, call D Bucks. Yeah, uh, it's Moira Rose. That's what you get for Moira Rose. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, she's one of those characters too, like you just dislike. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah. like um it's like um, Breaking Bad, the the wife, uh, what's her name? Oh, um, yeah, because you hate her. You from did, the nobody get-go. likes her. No, nobody likes her. Well, what's her name? Um, Holy cow! Yeah, because like you, Skyler, you, Skyler, Skyler White. Right. Oh, she's terrible. Yeah, and, she, and it's a good acting job, but it's just it, it's the same thing with Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator when he plays like the Emperor. Right. It's like I just want to throat punch him the right. whole time. Hate him. That's good acting when you know when right. they make you right. hate them. They're uh, John Malkovich is good like that. He makes me yeah. hate him when he's a bad guy. Right. He's really, really. That means you did a good job. But she she does a good job in the movie. It's just, but I'm just like, yeah, you're not good. And then they got John Candy in there, and then, and then Marv and um, Harry, my I, Addison laughs so hard at them when they like just again physical comedy, right? Laughing at people getting hurt. It, and I yeah. mean, granted, they should have died probably. I don't know <laughs> how they survived, much less kept going. But right. It is funny. It is so, funny. Sorry, that was a long explanation on those two, but no, I combined awesome. them for number four. Number three, and my last three were all on your list, but number three, I've got Christmas Vacation. And yeah. and this one's an interesting one because this wouldn't have been on my top ten list probably 10 or 15 years ago. Okay. It's one that's really grown on me yeah. as I've gotten older, and and now I'm like, I yeah, I can't wait to watch that. And the problem with Christmas movies at Christmas is that, yeah, they come on TV all the time. They're on all these channels, but I don't want to watch them on TV. And like, Either one number one, I come across it like in the middle, and number two, you got commercials, and then all the editing. So it's like I'm gonna go find it streaming somewhere so I can watch right. the real version yeah. of it. Get something for you, Clark. Really nice. <laughs> but Christmas vacation is just—it's just fun. It's great. It definitely is. I'd be um, not more surprised if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, Eddie. <laughs> also, one of the most quotable ones. Completely. Um, number two, I've got Die Hard. And I told you earlier I would come back with some good reasoning. So let me explain something to yeah, the folks out it. there. Who, anyone's trying to argue Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. If you feel that way, you have to say Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. And I think everyone accepts Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Mm. Die Hard is Home Alone for adults. Whoa. It's basically the same movie. It is. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, time out. Hang on, hang on. Okay, okay. Yeah, it is. I have not. Th- I mean, you think about it. all the traps he sets and all the stuff, and he, you know, and then the kind of the funny one liners and. Yeah. Yippee ki yay. Yes. <laughs> Come on down. Have a few laughs. Have a good time. That's <laughs> awesome. That really is. It, yeah. So, 100%. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So that's. My, so hopefully some of you have. You know, yeah. humbled yourselves and <laughs> realized the truth. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. There's a Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza, and that makes it a Christmas movie. <laughs> I have I ordered me a T-shirt. It's coming in this week that says and has a picture of Nakatomi Plaza. It says Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza Christmas Party 19, whatever it is, <laughs> and I can't awesome. wait to get it in. <laughs> what so. year was that? The that's a clear that's got to be like 82, 83, 84. It's 80s, yeah. It's like late 80s, 80s or mid 80s, maybe. Yeah, maybe late 80s, yeah. But definitely Die Hard. I'm 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 a fan. It's just a good movie. I like all the Die Hards. Some are better yeah. than others, but that one's just a classic. Yeah. And then number one, I I, str- I was trying to battle between a lot of these for number one, but I just I think Elf is the perfect Christmas mm. movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it is flawless. I think Will Ferrell and it, it, it's so good. Like so, my wife does not like Will Ferrell. She's not a fan of Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. Which is a source of contention in our marriage because, uh, <laughs> but but she loves Elf. 
And I just think yeah. that that's a testament to his acting ability. Yeah. And the way he does the character. And like I said, there's so many. I, I quote the line, some of those lines all year round. Like when somebody says, when I hear San, Francisco, I was like, ooh, Francisco. That's fun to say. <laughs> or, um, something about Graham. I'm like, ooh, Christmas Grahams. What are they? I'm like, <laughs> ooh, I want one. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> yeah, you smell like beef and cheese. cheese. Yeah, like there's. <laughs> Santa! I mean, it's just, oh. like, that must have been the most fun thing to to make. Uh, and I think, I feel like I heard they're making a second one. We'll see. I think they should, but because yeah, I, I would watch it. You're an angry elf. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, I, well, look at you. I've had a lot of fun with Addison connecting the guy who he calls angry elf in that movie to right. the Marvel movies where he plays, like, the, the elf-ish, or, like, the dwarf that builds... um. Thor's act. Yeah, that's right. To um, he's also in the cro- second Chronicles of Narnia, the Prince Caspian movie. Yes, he is. Um, I feel like he was in something else too. That Peter Dinklage, right? Peter Dinklage, yeah, yeah. great actor. He is in a lot of good movies, but it's been fun to kind of connect those the dots for her. But <laughs> say say or say I'm enough one more time. Oh, you're an angry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, the the delivery of the lines, the facial expressions, the. I wonder how many outtakes they had to do yeah. with some of that stuff. It was incredible. Him in the shower, like singing, like like this oh. not inappropriate. Like just then, then it's almost like he's got like a, a little bit of Michael Scott in him, like this complete lack yes. of awareness, but an explainable one, not unlike yeah. Michael Scott's yeah. of society. Your dad's, your dad's on the naughty list. What? Yeah, Walter. we pretty much us, us elves pretty much stick to the four main food groups: candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, he mixes all that stuff with the pasta. Like, it's hard oh, yeah. not to gag because he right. starts eating that. Yeah, and, like, and they probably oh. took many takes. That's probably cold pasta. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And chocolate Pop-Tarts. He mixes it all up. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. Yeah. Dude, when they – the the snowball fight in the in Central Park. It's oh, yeah. A, it, it's a fantastic movie. There's just – there's not, like, any lulls of, like – there's no, like, boring parts. There's no, like – Oh, why'd you put that in there? Like, it's just all really well done. It really is. It's so fantastic. That's my number one. That's our top 10 movies. Again, email us. Let us know what yeah. you think, what your top 10 are. Tell us, yeah. you know, you can tell us where you think we're wrong. We'll tell you why you're you're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd love to know some some recommendations. You can send us at theologyanddirt at gmail.com. If there's a movie, Christmas movie, didn't make our list at all, uh, I like a good recommendation of funny movies or serious Christi- Christmas movies that we could watch because uh, that's one of the fun things to do when when uh, everybody comes home for Christmas is uh, have supper, sit down, find a good Christmas movie to watch and and relax and be all together. So we'd love some good recommendations. Yeah, I think a couple more come to mind if you're just looking for people looking for ones. Uh, the Holiday, if you want a good romantic comedy, Ooh. it's actually really well done. Um, the Holiday. Cameron Diaz, Jack yes. Black. Um like not Kate Beckinsale, uh, most the Kate Winslet, I think. Yeah, and, and then uh, Jude, uh, Law. Jude Law. Yeah, it's a really good rom com, Christmas movie. Um, the Muppet Christmas Carol is really good. Right. Muppets, that's old school right there. That is old school. Um, Anything Muppets is great to me. I love the Muppets. Yeah, that's hard to beat. The old men, <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome. So anyway, from us to you guys, Merry Christmas. We're gonna let Christmas and Hollis play. Because you should listen to it because it's good. You need to listen to it. Thanks for listening to Theology and Dirt. We appreciate it. Like, share, give us a comment, and you'll help us into 2024, and we appreciate it. Y'all have a great Christmas. We'll see you next time. Out.